It is now time for our third and final drink from the church wine. May everyone come forward for one more sip. I'm always surprised when you last this long in Mass Lib because for an atheist, you sure come to church a lot. Well, today is donuts after Mass, and I'm not going to pass up a chance to eat some free donuts. I don't get paid much, so I always make sure I'm in attendance for free food. I invite Silver every week, but he tells me that God has his back 100%, or whatever that means. Hey, tomorrow will be fun. It's the first day of our new bookkeeper, Charlene Devadonna. <laughs> and then later this week, Charlene will quit after taking a look at our finances. Our finances aren't that bad. We have less money than Tiny Tim and his family had in a Christmas carol. Well, Sharon did give us another couple hundred bucks the other day to make up her debts. <laughs> I bet she stole that money, too. You know what? I'm going to skip the final wine drink and go downstairs for the donuts. I'm sure Caroline is down there setting up, and I want to get the first pick. You bad, bad girl. I haven't seen someone this naughty since Silver wanted to tie me up. I don't think you can compare me skipping the last wine drink in church for a donut to you and Silver's sexcapade. Let's just say something in the bedroom looked like a glazed donut. Come on, are you sneaking downstairs with me or not? Yes, I can't say no to fried dough or a doughy man. I think I come to Mass to pray for you, Jonathan. Give your prayers to yourself. I'm truly hashtag blessed. Pastor Elijah made the church, non-dominational and made of birch. They hired Liv, a new secretary, after the old stole money unfairly. Caroline volunteers, my surrounds the choir. Jonathan doesn't work, yet he's still hired. There's no judgment at the non-denominational. Some say things around here get inspirational. Good morning! Oh my gosh, Chet, why do you look like you're so sick? It's a cold sore, Liv, and I don't know why I got lost, but I'm not the only one. What do you mean? I must speak with the pastor and Elijah at once. All of the scondies have cold sores. Are you serious? You all have them? Liv, Marjorie and I have come as quickly as we could. Peter and I have cold sores, as does Ricky, who we didn't bring because he's studying for some fancy math competition. And you know Peter and Marjorie didn't kiss each other either. Agnes, Marjorie and I kiss all the time, on our face. Lips. Oh, Peter, you know how uncomfortable it makes me when you say face lips. I'm calling the pastor right now. Well, she better answer, Liv. I don't want to die young. Don't worry, chat. You don't want to live forever either. You lose the flair for life at an old age. You once had flair? Well, damn, maybe I should die at the peak of my life. Hello? Hi, Pastor Jamie? We have a situation. Well, it's 9.45, and the new bookkeeper is coming in about 10 minutes. So, were you planning on coming in? Pastor Jamie's coming in once he gets more kisses. Pastor, listen, it, it looks like there's been an outbreak of oral herpes. That's not what happened. We all just have cold sores. Yes, you have cold sores which are also referred to as oral herpes. Not oral herpes, on our face, lips. Dude, stop. How could this have happened? I'm in a sexually monogamous relationship with Matilda, which she describes as, and I quote, beneficial both for the masculine and feminine energies that we both have since gender is- Chat, please, this is not a sociology class. A, a what class? N never mind. Chet, when did you and Matilda become official? Well, it's been a thing for a while now, but Liv, I swear, I didn't cheat on Matilda. Relax. I'm sure there's an explanation for this. Pastor, are you on your way? Uh, I don't really want to get out of bed. I just want more of Desmond's tea. Pastor Jamie, you are on speakerphone! Devil eggs. 
for breakfast. Um, gotcha. Well, are you coming in? Yes, tell everyone to go get treated. We will investigate this. Liz, can you take me off speakerphone? Yes. Our new bookkeeper is going to start today. Get those cold sore lepers out of there. The last thing our new bookkeeper needs is to work in a medical ward. And you don't happen to have a cold sore either? Nope, but I can have Desmond check my vagina. Pastor, we are looking for cold sores on the lips. Yeah, that's where I was going to have Desmond look. Just get here, Pastor. I have no idea what to do. How do we figure out where all the cold sores came from? I know exactly who to call. Goodbye to you, too. Well, I guess we should go to the clinic. I can't believe a woman like me is going to have to walk into the hospital with this cold sore like some common, troublesome, nasty teenager. If you're gonna take shots at me, Agnes, at least call me by my name. Alright, everyone, go get medical care or ointment or something. The new bookkeeper is starting today and I need you to clear out. Oh my goodness, is it because you don't want our ugly faces in the rectory? Marjorie, your face is not ugly. It's simply average. Thank you, sweetie. Well, there's one situation handled, I guess. Hello, Liv. Good morning. Charlene, it's good to see you. We're so excited you took the job. Well, this was a perfect fit. It's right down the street from my apartment. It works with my foster parent schedule, and you guys seemed really nice. Well, I'm glad you think we're nice, because sometimes... Don't talk to me or look at me or anything. Don't even breathe. What? Do you have a cold sore? What are you talking about? No, that's not it. Starbucks messed up my order. I asked for a small amount of whip, and they gave me like a small medium amount of whip. It's just ridiculous. Why did you assume there was a cold sore? Er, uh, sorry. I was having one of those mind association sessions. I do mind association games all the time with my foster plants. I bet you do! Well, where's my office going to be? Well, there's no more room down here in the foyer, but we do have some upstairs space. Oh, I can show you upstairs, Charlene. You can be my office neighbor. How exciting! That reminds me of the time when I was neighbors with Rashida Jones, who started the office and parks and recreation. She had a few kind of minor roles here and there, too. Charlene, I'll be up there in a minute. Listen up, Jonathan. A lot of people around the church have cold sores. Oh my gosh, was there an orgy and no one told me? I doubt that, but I have no idea how Agnes, Chet, Marjorie, Peter, and allegedly a bunch of others got them. The last time I had herpes was on a trip to Mexico that was more like I Mexican't believe I didn't use protection. Well, Pastor is on her way and I think she has an idea. Good morning, everyone. Mystic Mama is at your service. Mystic Mama, we weren't expecting you today. Are you delivering expensive candles or wine? Oh my gosh. Mystic Mama, don't tell me that the church is haunted and you'll have to use your dual Italian Jamaican heritage shenanigans to clean the church again. Oh no, child. I was called due to the emergency. Emergency? You mean... Mystic Mama, you're already here. Thank you so much for coming. Of course, dear. When I heard what happened, I came as quickly as I could. Is Mystic Mama here to help with the cold sores? I'm a bit confused. Is she going to throw a get well soon party? Oh dear, let me explain the confusion. Mystic Mama is a part-time sex counselor and sex investigator. What? Oh yes, loves. 
Before the spirits called out to me, I was getting my PhD in sex counseling and sex investigation. Okay, so on top of the wine and the candles, the event space, the psychic energy and cleaning, the new honey venture, and I think you're taking care of some backyard horses and yeah, something. You also do sex counseling, Mystic Mama, and I guess I can't believe I'm saying this, but you're a sex investigator? I think I speak for any normal person when I say, what in the world is a sex investigator? I investigate situations like this. The whole church has cold sores? Why? What happened? I will investigate. So you're just like, an investigator? We're only for sex. So besides looking around for cold sores, what else does a sex investigator investigate? Because I feel like I could qualify for being one of those. Or things like pregnancies, sex techniques, affairs, emotional blockage. Mystic Mama can investigate anything. Okay, so Mystic Mama, how confident are you that you can discover why everyone got these cold sores? Mystic Mama is very confident, darling. On top of being a sex investigator, Mystic Mama is going to lead a sex education course. It will be as informative as a trip to Sicily and as spicy as a Creole soup. Well, I hope that workshop is spicier than the STD floating around the church. Now, now, Jonathan. The new term is STI. I'm surprised Jonathan didn't know that, considering how frequently he gets STIs. Hardy har har, at least one of us is even in harm's way when it comes to the consequences of sex. Mystic Mama, our staff and resources are at your disposal. Please stop at nothing to solve this. Mystic Mama has control of our staff and resources, so you're giving her nothing? I will use the conference room until further notice. I must begin at once. Well, I certainly feel like we're handling this with speed and success. I'm going to treat myself to breakfast. But all you did was call Mystic Mama. And Pastor Jamie is gone. Don't you worry, Liv. Mystic Mama is going to handle this like pasta that needs to boil. So you're going to let this investigation simmer for a while? Oh no, my investigation will be boiling nice and hot. Lev, what is this whole cold sore business I've been hearing about? Well, it seems like everyone in the parish has contracted oral herpes. Well, no judgment. I knew we had a lot of sluts at this church, but I didn't think I'd ever be in the path of cold sores because of the whorish actions of others. Calm down, Elijah. Liv, I have the RDMFSFSs in like three weeks. I, I can't calm down. Well, you don't appear to have a cold sore. It's just a matter of time. I can already feel my lips tightening up. I think that's because your lips are naturally thin, like Tori Spelling before the injections. Well, I, I, I can't become washed up like Tori Spelling. Don't worry, I'm sure you're already washed up. Good morning. Um, what's your name again? Because I don't remember people's names until you've been around for like a couple episodes. I'm Charlene Devadana, the new bookkeeper. Ah, yes. I remember now, because your name sounds like a southern belle who turned to a life of prostitution, yes. How's it going upstairs with Carol Ann? Carol Ann is good. She has a lot of stories. And after the debate championships were over, Susan Rice and I hugged it out and shared a couple gin and tonics. <laughs> well, I better get back to work. I have so much to do. I feel like the Titanic sinking underneath all this paperwork. Have you ever been to the Titanic Museum? It's absolutely a delight. 
Oh, I went there one summer after being in a local theater production of Titanic Blues. Uh, it's a one of uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's forgotten musicals. So I came across something that is, well, awkward to address. Oh dear, did Benny and Fran creep you out? We try to keep them in the basement as much as possible. Now that Benny and Fran started dating, they're actually getting bold. Like, I saw Fran actually trying to use the kitchen up here to microwave some edamame. I mean, who does she think she is? A customer at P.F. Chang's during happy hour? No, it's not that. While running through the finances, I realized that Pastor, Elijah, and Liv are all overpaid. Overpaid? But I only make like a grand a month. How do you survive off a grand a month? Well, I shop with coupons. I live with 10 roommates. I donate blood and plasma for gift cards. It's easy. Charlene, listen, I don't make any money to begin with. I'm being paid peanuts. From my calculations, Liv, you should be making at least $6,000 less. So instead of making peanuts, I'd be making peanut dust. Wait a minute, how come I don't make too much? Because you're a gay man, the church gets a tax deduction for having you on staff, which offsets why you're overpaid. But I paid minimum wage. And that's still too much to pay for you. If Jonathan gets a tax deduction for being gay, where's my tax deduction for being a depressed antisocial woman? Well, we can't dock people's pay, Charlene. The only way people work around here is if we pay them. Elijah, explaining the concept of work as if we don't already know. Let's not jump to conclusions because I barely work anyway. I don't think I need to tell you that the church's finances are in dire straits. Uh, it's not my well, fault. I guess like, that I makes sense. More money than I'm being paid. Yeah, like, ridiculous. Yeah, like, and if we are going to get this church figured out, we are going to have to make some changes. As a gay man, do you know how much expenses I have to make as a gay man? Charlene, please continue to hit the books and then come up with a strong solution. Sounds like me last Friday night. All right, I'll keep crunching the numbers. And wow, here I was thinking that Liv was underpaid. Shows how much I know about the workplace. Yeah, shows you don't know the workplace. Come in. Mystic Mama, how goes the sex investigation? The work is slow but steady, Pastor. I've been conducting various interviews and I've been slowly getting information. Samantha, I believe you know why I called you to this interview. Oh, absolutely. I think asking the church's slut about their sexual past and history makes total sense. Is that so? Of course. It might be true that with more partners, one might have more opportunities to catch something like cold sores, but it really only takes one partner and one unsafe opportunity to catch something like a cold sore. Mamma mia, that's quite beautiful. Of course, just because I'm a slut doesn't mean that I'm uneducated, Mystic Mama. I have just one question. Ask away. Multiple people have told me that while you claim to be a woman of the night, you actually have not been with anyone ever. Is this true? Well, I mean, just because I haven't slept with anyone or kissed anyone or even like felt another person, specifically of the male gender, doesn't mean that I'm not a slut. I'm totally a slut. I'm sorry, child. But unless you're like the Holy Mother of Jesus and contracted something without sexual intervention, 
You can't be the one behind the cold sore. That's not true. Like, I could have, like, sipped some boy's bottle of Coke or rubbed against his Coke bottle. Samantha, it's okay, child. You're not the source of the STI. But, but, like, it's not fair. Looking through your file, I have to admit that you're a suspect for me, Suzanne. Oh, and why is that? Because you love drama. Perhaps you love drama so much that you purposely contracted the oral herpes viral to spread it around the church. Now that would be terrible. Suzanne! I can't tell if you think that's terrible or if you're relishing in the drama like an Italian in a pizza shop. Oh, I think someone spreading an illness would be the worst. Suzanne! Suzanne, who was the last person you've been with? I don't know. Or do I? Suzanne! Now not to slut shame anyone, Juniper Cloud. Juniper Cloud. Is it possible you contracted oral herpes through your job as a stripper? Mystic Mama, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm a stripper, not a whore. I dance, and I'm an artist. Juniper Cloud. Juniper Cloud. It's not just sleeping with anyone, at least not for free. Wait, so you're selling your body, Juniper Cloud? Of course not. I'm just saying I'm not giving it out unless money is involved. Juniper Cloud, that's not really answering the question. Mystic Mama, I'm going to tell you what I tell a lot of my customers. Either pay me or get off my ass. I'm confused. Mystic Mama, why did you ask me to come see you? I noticed that in this photo of you from last week, your face looks quite red. That's because we had your own Italian sauce at the luncheon. Remember? We were all at your place, Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, for lunch. Ah, that is why this photo is in my possession. I'm quite confident that we're going to find the culprit, Pastor Jamie. Great news. I'll spread the word just like how someone spread these herpes. Mystic Mama, I hate to question your investigative skills, but it's odd that you're mostly interviewing the women. Oh, I looked at some of the men of this church, but I realized most of them are definitely not getting any ass whatsoever. Like who? Elijah, Peter, James, the socialist, the communist, those two Italian twins. Mm, checks out. Oh, I'm sorry, miss. The conference room is normally empty at this time. Uh... Would you mind if I did some studying in here? My parents are at choir practice, and this is really the only quiet place in this church. Um, I suppose so. My name is Ricky, by the way. Are you a new member here at SCOM? No, absolutely not. I'm Charlene Devadana. I'm a bookkeeper hired by the church to help you guys with your financial problems. Can I help? I'm pretty good at math. That's actually why I need to study. I'm a mathlete. Hmm, a mathlete, huh? Okay. What's 487 minus 5,682? Negative 5,195. 
Okay. What about one thousand six hundred and fifty-eight dollars forty-seven cents times three point six percent? Uh, fifty-nine dollars and seventy cents. That's right, Ricky. How old are you? I'm eleven and three quarters. Ricky, you are the smartest person I've had a conversation with at this church. I actually could really use some help. Thank you. Wow! Thanks, Miss Madonna. This is gonna be so much fun. It's Devadonna. Sorry, Miss Novana. Devadonna. Miss Iguana. You know what? Why don't you just call me Charlene? Okay, Charlie. Oh boy. Pastor Jamie, did Charlene talk to you about the budget issues? She did, and I'm a little surprised. I thought we were all being underpaid. Well, Elijah says he only makes like a thousand dollars a month. To be fair, Elijah is a trust fund baby, but you didn't hear that from me. How much do you make? Well, I'm on commission. Commission for what? You're a pastor, not a salesman. <laughs> Saleswoman, Liv. So what are we gonna do? Well, first we need to figure out who is spreading herpes, and then we'll address the finances. Seems like the finances always come second around here. Thank you, everyone, for coming to Mystic Mama's sex class. In lieu of the recent virus floating in the air, Mystic Mama will be talking to us about sex. It's bound to be both exotic and educational. We were told there would be snacks and news of the culprit's identity. Yes, we have plenty of snacks of learning. It's okay. I'm dating a snack myself. <laughs> ho, 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 Denise, you know I'm a whole meal. Yeah, God, I feel a whole happy meal at McDonald's. Where's Elijah, by the way? Elijah doesn't like sexual things. He made sure to stay far away from this meeting, like a religious zealot away from a Berlin sex club. I think there's one important thing to note before we begin. Is that about how there are no snacks here? Yeah, I came because of the snacks. Oh, and and, and because of the guys, because I'm a slut. Samantha, I... You know what? I'm just going to let this all go. Just like I let myself go. <laughs> safe sex is good sex. Like me and my boyfriend, we have sex all the time, but we're safe with protection and we respect each other. Don't you think this is a little TMI, Pastor Jamie? It is TMI. Truly necessary information. Necessary? Oh, I'm glad you're having good sex, Pastor. So am I with my husband. Carol Ann, please, this is a church hall. I'm just glad Pastor Jamie isn't regressive in her sexuality. Well, that's not true, Pagan Ginger. We tried the regressive position, and I loved it. As president of the Scondies, I must put my foot down about you talking about sexual position like they're candies or nuts. Don't even get me started on nuts. I don't mind hearing about the pastor's sex life. Tell us more, you hussy. I want to hear more about that sex position. Uh, regressive or whatever. This sex class is making me sexually repressive, alright? I could go on and on about my boyfriend Desmond and I, but instead let me turn over the floor to Mystic Mama. Thank you all for coming. Why don't we start with an open floor for questions? I have a question. Yes, to Dorothea. I heard that anal sex needs preparation. What kind of preparation? Oh, I thought we'd talk more about the herpes. But well, Dorothea. 
Um, Mystic Mama over here, maybe it would be best if a gay man answered that question. Listen, Dorothea, listen up, because I know you're always full of questions and I'm going to answer them. Because it's really important when you do it the first time that you're like prepared, because if you're not prepared, it's just not going to be a good time. Like, for example, the Agnes, I think I know who gave everyone herpes. Mm, who? I think it was Garfield and Denise. Those whores. How was it them? Aren't they in an exclusive relationship? They're exclusively all over the place. I've heard they're swingers, too. Well, that makes sense. Even though you provided no evidence, you've made broad claims and have a personal bias against the two of them. Barbara, spread the word. Garfield and Denise were the ones who spread the herpes. Oh, but why would they do that? I guess it was as revenge against Gladys, but it backfired. Now spread the word, please. Catherine! Catherine! Oh, what is it, Barbara? Oh, Agnes just found out that Denise and Garfield were behind the herpes. Apparently they did it out of revenge against all of us. Oh, dear. This is quite upsetting. I better go and tell James. James, I have some news. What is it, Catherine? I'm trying to learn about gay sex. I definitely didn't partake in that gloriousness back in the barracks. I was just told that Garfield and Denise are the ones who spread the herpes. Are you serious? The two of them plotted a terrorist attack on my own church. Well, I wouldn't go that far, James. I was in the war. I'll tell you how far things will go. But like sometimes, like I just need to think about my options. You know what I mean? Is there a problem over there? Yes, there's a problem. It's with his medication. James, don't take any. No, I just discovered two of our very own platoon betrayed us. Well, I was supposed to crack the case. Who gave me a cold sore, James? It was Garfield and Denise. Apparently they wanted to destroy us all. <gasps> chaos, chaos, chaos. That's not true. I love you all. Mm, please, Denise, don't act like people like you. It's pathetic. I also heard Denise and Garfield were the ones who broke the electronic wheelchair rail. That's not true. Susan! Denise and I are Monopoly. We don't sleep with other people. Well, wait, wait a minute. I know how we can solve this. How? It seems like you and Garfield are our prime suspects. Well, Pastor, you and Elijah didn't get the cold sore, and neither did Liv and Jonathan. Because I, too, am in a monopoly of goddammit, Garfield. I'm in a monogamous relationship. Well, so am I, and I still got herpes. Mom, you haven't dated anyone exclusively since Dad died. And maybe not even during that marriage. Quiet, Jean Blue or I'll kick you out of the house like your husband kicked you out of New York City. I remember that day when my husband kicked me out of the house. The new season of Shameless had been put on Netflix. So something happened in which the pastor, Elijah, Liv, and Jonathan didn't get the cold sores, and everyone else did. Wait, I have an idea. Pastor, did you drink any of the wine at Sunday service? No, Elijah and I had a private cup. That's exactly what the bourgeoisie would do. Mm, It should just be one cup for all. Jonathan and I didn't drink the wine either. Mainly because I'm not religious and Jonathan refuses to drink red wine unless it's sangria or sweet. Sorry, I had to, like, respect my culture's traditions. Oh, what culture is that? Being gay is sweaty. So that means the herpes was spread with the wine. (gasps) But then who spread the herpes? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't 
don't know where it came from, I guess. I just know it came from the wine. Wait, so I didn't drink the wine on Sunday either, so how come I got herpes? That is a good question, Chet. I'm not really sure about that. <gasps> Chet, did you share any drinks with people? Did you kiss anyone during the services? Not that I can think of. Wait, wait, wait. I shared a blunt with Gladys. <gasps> I don't remember that. Damn, is the weed that good? I mean, Gladys, are you patient zero at this cold war epidemic? All right, I should come clean. It was me. I wasn't gonna tell you, but then I started feeling bad about not saying anything, which isn't like me. Gladys, you told me that Garfield and Denise were guilty. How could you play me like a fiddle? I'm usually the one playing people like fiddles around here. I've been a bit off the rails as a single woman. Been sipping pop cans that weren't mine. Trying on free samples of makeup, sleeping with a couple gentlemen down at the pier. You've been having sex on the pier? I should mention that location to Desmond. No, the pier is a bar for old people. Moving on. I'm sorry, I didn't know I had herpes then. And then, when this all happened, well, it's a bit embarrassing. Well, the good news is that the cold sores are treated, and what's life without a bit of injury? Speak for yourself, Pastor. You didn't get oral herpes. We did. And Gladys was trying to railroad me and my man. Good thing she failed. Don't worry. I'll railroad you, Denise, and I won't fail. I feel better already. Well, I don't feel better. I feel nauseous. Well, Mystic Mama cracked the case. Did Mystic Mama crack the case? Because it seemed more like we as a parish cracked the case. Gladys, we're all quite upset over this. But at the same time, I suppose this isn't your fault, really, if you didn't know. But Gladys lied. I feel like that's due for some punishment. Perhaps. Well, I guess for lying, Gladys, you'll have to do 10 hours of community service. I don't want to serve my community service hours with Gladys. I'll bring free weed. Pastor, let me know what Gladys and I can do. Is there any more sexual questions that I can answer? Oh, yes. I, I heard that uh, asphyxiation is in. How do I go about trying that? Good morning, Liv. Good morning, Jonathan. Hey. Whatever. So, I've been thinking about our whole financial situation. Pastor, listen, I can't afford to make any less money. In fact, I really can only afford to make more money. Well, we definitely can't give you more money, according to Charlene. So what are we going to do? Well, I was talking to my boyfriend, Silver, about the whole thing. Funny, I was talking to my boyfriend, Desmond, about this, too. Can we not have a boyfriend off, please? It's too early, and Caroline hasn't even returned with the coffee. Anyway, Silver's been looking for a new space to work from, because, like, since he's, like, an entrepreneur and all. Entrepreneur is a fancy word for drug dealer. So I was thinking, why don't we have Silver rent out that large basement room, you know? The one that used to be, like, filled with junk. Remember, like, we cleaned it out for the garage sale, or the yard sale, or well, no one bought anything, so I guess there wasn't a sale, but, like, you know. Would Silva rent that space from us? Yeah, he said, like, name your price. I'm thinking he'll go for, like, 700 bucks a month. Well, that should be enough to cover everyone's expenses and salaries. What about bonuses? Let's not jump that obstacle yet, Liv. First, we must guarantee we can still pay you. When Charlene gets here, send her to my office, please. Can do, Pastor Jamie. 
Who would have thought you'd come up with a good idea to save the church? Liv, I come up with good ideas all the time. Just because you saved my income, I won't disagree with you this once. Non-Denominational Season 2 was executively written and produced by Matt Rebar and Blaze Pratt. Leave a five-star rating and a comment rating if possible. Non-Denominational Sitcom Podcast was co-created by Matthew Rebar, Blaze Pratt, Karen Adams, and Kelsey Shago. Music and sound effects collected from freesound.org, audionautics.com, and some originals by Matthew Rebar. Thank you to our regular cast of voices this season, which included Karen Jones, Annalise Rebar, Paul Laux, Jessica Lockhart, Emily Terry, Reggie Pratt, Joanna Molson, Julia Adams, Amy Adams, Kyle Pratt, Andy McGee, Jordan Yule, Michelle Morgan, Maria Cross, Dennis Baker, River Anwundinjo, John Toth, Scott Terranova, and others who contributed. Check out the website for more information at www.nondenominationalpodcasts.weebly.com or check us out on Instagram at nondenominationalscone. Until next time.